from what was once an inarticulate mass of lifeless tissues, may I now present a cultured, sophisticated what? man about town. Hit it! Well, hello, I'm Wendy Friesen, and I am your hypnotist. I want you to sleep with me, of course, (laughs) but only in a hypnotic way, unless we happen to get lucky, which is today's topic. Oh, I love this one. It's one of my favorite subjects because I believe from my own experience and from my experience with thousands of people all over the world that have used my luck program that you really can change your luck. So how about it? Everybody put your hand in the air. Say, I, I, say your name. Say my name. <laughs> well, now from this moment forward, be lucky. Yay. My cup will runneth over. All good things will happen to me. Every day will be a bright, beautiful package with a red ribbon ready to surprise me with amazing good luck. Oh, yeah. Okay. Give yourself a high five. Yeah. And <laughs> put your arm down. Come on, I know you had your hand up, right? You really did? I hope so. Because this is like, this is an important subject. Even though we think, oh, luck, you know, it just, I'm an unlucky person. Nothing good ever happens to me. If it weren't for bad luck, I wouldn't have any luck at all. Or I'm just a lucky person. Good things happen to me. Have you ever heard anyone say that? Have you ever said that about yourself? That you're just lucky. Good things just happen. Wouldn't it be interesting if you could become that person and have really good luck? So do you know someone that has really good luck? And why do you think they have that good luck? Well, this is what I'm going to teach you today. And I'm going to give you a hypnosis session in our podcast. Yes, it's our podcast now. Aren't you happy? Yes. And, um, and you're going to experience the hypnosis that is about creating the expectation of having good luck. But what we want to do is we want to make all the changes that are part of a person's mindset, belief, their emotional state, their psychic and energetic state, and all of the little things that combine to make you into a lucky person. So there is much more to it than just deciding that, okay, I'm a lucky person. <laughs> good things happen to me. However, the start is what your mindset is, what you really believe about yourself and all of the experiences you've had in your life and the things that your subconscious is holding on to that makes you believe on some level that you don't have good luck is what is actually producing your non-luck or your bad luck. You with me so far? Okie dokie. All right, so... Have you seen, um, I I think it was a bumper sticker for a while, or maybe people still have it hanging around and it says shit happens. So, you know, when something bad happens and, um, apologies if you're offended by that word, but come on, we're all grownups here. I think, (laughs) um, if you, if you look at what that means and what that feeling embodies, what do you first hear or feel or think about or imagine when I say shit happens? You know, does it mean, hey, bad things happen, bad things happen all the time, bad things happen to me? Do you just kind of write it off and decide that, yeah, shit happens? What if you decided that magic happens, 
that really cool things happen to you. And somehow you expect it and you believe it and you've done the work to release whatever negativity you were holding on to and the beliefs you had about having bad luck. And not only does shit not happen, (laughs) magic happens. So magic is simply the unexplainable things that come to you so easily by that stroke of good luck unexpectedly or in some way that you thought, huh, wow, that is really cool. So we'll just call that magical. Before we get started, I want to first let you know that the place that you're going to go to get the entire program that I have on good luck and on changing your luck is wendy.com slash good luck. Good luck, all one word. Make sure Wendy's with an I, of course, W-E-N-D-I. So wendy.com slash good luck. And there you'll see the description of every session of the program I created that is for changing your luck. And I'm going to help you today on this podcast. And hopefully I'm going to get some good luck happening in your life. How does that sound? Say yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So your attitude has a lot to do with it. In my workshops that I have done, whether they're small workshops for just six or eight or 10 people, or they're big workshops with several hundred people, I can tell who in my audience has bad luck. I can tell who has good luck and good fortune and has just really amazing things happen to them. I can tell by their body language, their eye contact or eye movement or lack of it, the way that they hold their head, the sound of their voice. There are so many things that I can tell, but I can also feel it. So when I meet someone, there are some signals that tell me that that person is either unworthy or they don't deserve it. So I know that you think, well, who wouldn't want to have good luck? Who would be unworthy of having good luck? It isn't like one person deserves to have good luck more than someone else, or is it? You know, you probably have heard the quote that luck is where preparation meets opportunity. So the more prepared you are in a, in a way that you have all of the skills or you've educated yourself or you've read some books or taken some courses or, or you listen to some hypnosis at night that helps to reinforce that you are thinking positive and that something good is happening and that your expectations are such, or you raise your confidence if you're a shy person and you bring yourself out of your shell and feel confident. So when you meet people, you can make eye contact and talk and be interesting and engaging. So maybe that's the preparation, but if the opportunity comes along, and you have no preparation, meaning you don't have either the skills or the conversational ability or the body language or the eye contact or the energy that's oozing out of you that gives that person a good feeling that you're talking to, that opportunity is gone for you. So you take two people who have the same opportunities. And when you say preparation meets opportunity, the preparation isn't that they went to, you know, college, got a doctorate degree or met just the right people. It could be their preparation is a mental preparation. Maybe it's the emotional preparation of the worthiness I was just talking about. Maybe it's a physical preparation. 
that you can, you can walk out of your house wearing anything you want. You can wear grungy, dirty, cut off jeans and an old ragged t-shirt, and you cannot have shaved for a few days. Well, for men, for women, you know, what do you want to wear? Sweatpants, a little t-shirt and, you know, have your hair kind of, kind of ooky or stringy or whatever. So is that preparation that if you were to meet opportunity, you prepared to present yourself as someone who does not look worthy and they don't look like they deserve to have something good happen. And if the opportunity arose, someone is going to make a judgment about you based on your appearance. And that judgment might not be right because it might not reflect who you really are. But that's where maybe your preparation is as simple as how you look, how you decide to carry yourself. Do you consciously think about how you walk, how you sit? If you're in a waiting room for a uh, job interview or an audition or something, are you sitting there slumped down in the chair so that anyone who sees you as they're calling other names sees that you've kind of got this body language that's sort of like, yeah, whatever. Or do you have the body language that shows that you're attentive and interested and, and it says that you're curious and that you're smart? Now, here's another part of it. It is your expectation. A lot of people have an expectation that they don't deserve good luck, that they don't have good luck and bad things happen to them. And I've seen this so often, as I said earlier, when someone's in a workshop, for instance, I had this small group that came every week to my office and we did work on abundance, specifically financial abundance. But in order to create financial abundance and make good things start coming to them, we had to do the preparation, which was their mindset, their beliefs, their worthiness, any um, traumas or events or things in their life that might have created expectations that things are not good. So now I listen to different people's stories. And here's these eight people that each have a little different story. And they tell me about, well, what are your thoughts on having good luck and having unexpectedly magical things happen? You know, and there was one man who said, well, uh, honestly, my luck is terrible. Um, my, I wrecked my car and I lost my job because of that. And then my house burned down. And I seriously, this is what he said. (laughs) And I don't know, I think maybe his dog died or something as well. I'm not laughing about that. That's very sad. But he had so many bad things happening to him. And he had a reason to believe that he only had bad luck and that only bad things happened to him because so many of those things had happened. So when he came into my office, there was a variety of chairs you could choose. And there was a recliner because, you know, I see clients also. So the recliner was available. He plops himself down on the recliner, kicks the footrest up, lays back and closes his eyes just to take a little, uh, I don't know, a little rest. Well, right then I felt like, what is he doing here? He's told everybody about his bad luck. He took the recliner and he's just going to lay back, which really sends a message. He's chosen to not be part of our group and not engage with everybody and even close his eyes. He didn't want to have bad luck any more than anyone else, but consciously he was choosing it because of how he handled himself, the message he gave out, talking about all the bad things that happened to him. 
And for some reason, during, I think, the second meeting that we had, he fell asleep. He took the recliner again and decided to just kind of sleep through half of our uh, workshop. And that just gave everybody the message that, you know, he's not here for any reason to do anything to improve himself. And obviously, no matter what he thinks he's doing to improve his luck, he's still cheating himself of the actual experience. So his expectation is to have bad luck. But here's some things that happened during this group that we met for eight weeks, um, once a week. We were working on a lot of the different issues, of course, but at the end of each group session... We would all sit on the floor in a circle, and sometimes we held hands even, and we lit a candle right in the middle. (laughs) Then we had a seance. No, we didn't. I'm just kidding. Um, What we did is we had we had always worked on one issue, done a hypnosis session that helped us, you know, individually find whatever things were happening. But then we would say, "Good things happen to us." I expect good things to come to me, and I give good things to others. This is a generous universe, and good things will come to me from very unexpected places. So this week, there's something that will happen, perhaps a phone call, someone you meet, a book you read, or an idea that you get. It will be very fortunate, and you'll have very good luck when you realize that this thing happened and came to you because you do deserve it. So that's what we would do at the end of a session. And then one woman in the group, she had suggested after one of our meetings that we say that people like to give us nice things. So our circle, with our candle and our hands held... (laughs) We just simply focused on people like to give us nice things. And that was an interesting concept, and I went ahead and did it with her. And, and when everybody came back the next week, the stories were pretty amazing. Then, at the end of the session in the next week, we decided to focus on we like to give people nice things. So nice things doesn't mean you're giving away your car or something, but you know, you might give them a nice thing, which is a hug that they'll remember or your attention in a way showing that you really care. Or maybe you buy someone lunch. Whatever it is, you be the one to give people nice things. So I don't know that it's a karmic balance. I think it's still our belief within ourselves that creates those expectations. You know, And it may be that there's a karmic balance, someone ticking off the boxes every time you do something nice. But I'm not sure that that's the reason you're supposed to do nice things. You do them because it makes you feel good and it helps you realize that the feeling you get from making someone else's day a little better actually helps you to know that you're in the flow of that good energy and that good luck or that good intention. So your expectations. Now, the the group was kind of mind-blowing to me because good things happen to everybody in the group. So like one guy's an insurance salesman. He has been doing the same insurance work for over 10 years, the same amount of advertising, didn't change a thing. He's It's like week number two, he comes back for week number three and he says, all right, this is really crazy. There is no reason for this to have happened. But in the last week, my business tripled. I did not change anything. I didn't do any more advertising. I didn't do any mailings. Nothing changed. 
But he said, all these people are calling me and they're wanting double and triple policies and adding this insurance and stuff. He says, why would that happen? Another woman says, she's a, she works for a bank and she was working on this big contract that they would get for this bank. And she says, you know, against all odds, I got the contract and it's a big one. And now this whole project is mine and I'm commandeering it. And she says, it was absolutely a stroke of luck that this happened in this way. Everyone in the group would have something really interesting and magical happen. And I could almost tell you that it started getting a little weird. (laughs) Because we had an expectation, not just consciously, but in our subconscious mind, which is the place where these things happen that are so deeply rooted and so mysterious that we don't know why it happens, but we set something in motion. We create the expectation. We've adopted the belief that we deserve it and that it does happen to us. And we all had things that were just, they defied explanation. So even for me, at that time, I started doing these workshops and the one I'm telling you about in particular, I was not making a lot of money. I was starting out in just the first year or two of my hypnotherapy career and I was, um, I had experienced a lot of lucky things, but it wasn't like some, anything big had happened at all. And so I would go ahead and do the work with them and good things started happening to me. And one of the weeks I said, you know, this week it might be a phone call or it might be an email, but there's something that is going to be a really great opportunity for you. That's going to happen this week. And then they come back and people had something that happened for me it was a call from a talk show in New York and they said, well, we want you to come here on Tuesday and be on TV on the talk show. And I'm like, Oh, that's just a few days away. And so they flew me to New York. Limousine met me at the airport with one of those nice signs with my names on it and took me to a beautiful suite right on central park. And next morning limo picks me up, takes me to the show. And this was when queen Latifah had a talk show and I did, um, the first half of the talk show by myself on stage, she was sitting in the audience and it was crazy. That's a whole story in itself. Oh my God. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, the point is that something really cool and unexpected happened to me. So, you know, why did that happen out of the blue? And during our, our workshops, even more things kept happening and it just, it's just amazing. I just, I could spend hours telling you about the things that, I don't know if manifesting is really the right word because I think people use manifesting as something that's supposed to be so simple, but rather it's creating all of the elements that we're going to talk about and I'm going to help you with today to line up your beliefs, your expectations, your emotions, your physical presence and your energy and create some good luck. So let's talk about some of the elements of luck and see which ones you feel apply to you and which ones you need to improve upon. And of course, all of these things I want to create with hypnosis. I don't want you to have to try to remember to do them. I want it to be who you are, and I want you to internalize it in such a way that it happens automatically. So there is your physical appearance, and your physical appearance includes body language, how you dress, how you hold your head, how you walk. And you know, when you see someone that you don't know, and they're, they're walking along somewhere, it's like, you know, everything about them just by looking at them for 10 seconds. 
You may not know everything about them because that's a lot of stuff. <laughs> but you know, you know their story. You know just the kind of person they are. You know if you would want to spend more time with them, get to know them, or if you want to back off and make sure you're not in the same town with them. So your physical appearance, including how you carry yourself, your body language, the way you use your voice and your eye contact and everything about you. Um, the other part is your habitual nature. Your habitual nature would be do you put yourself in situations where you could have bad luck? Do you do things habitually the same way all the time that seem to cause you to be unorganized or late or unprepared for an amazing opportunity or make mistakes or hurt yourself? And you might say, you know, you've got an interview for a fantastic job coming up in two days and you go water skiing and you fall and you hurt yourself and the boat runs over your foot. Now you can't go to your job interview and you think, God, I have the worst luck. That's terrible. A boat ran over my foot. It would be very bad. But was it bad luck? Or was it your lack of ability to think, you know, I got a job interview in two days. I think I'm going to just stay really healthy and I'm not going to take any risks because it's a really huge opportunity, right? So habitual, do you isolate yourself? Do you spend too much time on the computer alone without being around other people? Or do you spend time in a really cool coffee shop where you're meeting interesting people and creating more opportunities? Or do you go to some free workshops in town? Or do you connect with people in some of the thousands of meetup groups that have infinite possibilities for you to go and create good luck through connections and opportunity and giving them your sparkling and dazzling smile and your brilliant elevator speech? If you don't have one, Google it. <laughs> uh, eye contact. If you do put yourself in those situations with people and it's not working and you're not having any good luck come your way, are you bad at eye contact when they see you? Do they see shifty eyes or looking down or not being able to maintain eye contact? Do they see that you just never smile, that your head is turned down just a little bit? Are your shoulders slumped over? What is it that you do that sends the message that says, um, yeah, you probably don't want to hang around with me too much? <laughs> What, what message is being sent through your eyes, the look on your face, the position of your head and your shoulders that says, yeah, good things don't happen to me so much. Okay. Another thing is your belief about yourself. And of course, if you know me at all and you know my work, you know, this is one of the biggest things for me was changing my belief about creating wealth because I really didn't feel like I deserve it. I mean, consciously I did, but when I did my hypnosis work on myself, I learned something about myself that was crushing. So I'm going to go ahead and share that with you. Um, so you have an, an idea, an example of what kind of hidden beliefs you have that might be causing you bad luck or preventing you from having good luck. So one of the, one of the problems I was having is I was a single mom and I was really broke and uh, it was bad. Um, so I did something called parts therapy, which many of you have probably experienced. Parts therapy is identifying a part of you. It doesn't have to be a physical part. It could be just an imaginary creature 
or a feeling or an orb of energy or just a dark space, however it appears to you is fine, but you talk to that part of you that wants something, which is probably not good. So in my case, I just wasn't making money and I was struggling so hard. And I, when I closed my eyes and I got really quiet, I said, where is the part that's keeping me poor or preventing me from making money? And I realized that there is a part that wants me to be poor. So I let myself experience that part and let it have a life of its own, thoughts of its own, beliefs of its own, needs of its own. And I asked that part, why do you want me to be poor? And at first the part didn't answer. And it, the first time I asked it was something like, because I need you to. And so I said, thank you. And then I asked the part again, even deeper, why do you need to be poor? And the part said, I need you to be more pitiful. Oh boy, that was a hard one because I didn't think that any cell in my body had the need to be pitiful. It just didn't make sense. But I said to the part, thank you. And I did not judge it. And then I asked the part again, why do you need me to be more pitiful? And the part said, because then you'll be rescued. Whew, tears flowed down my face, I'll tell you. And so at that point, I said thank you to the part. And there's another piece to the work you do with parts therapy. But um, but the, the point of this is, and it still gives me chills, is I did not know there was any part of me that believed that I should be rescued, needed to be rescued, or had an agenda to help get me rescued. So this part of me is trying to do something positive, but the only way it knows how to do it is by getting me to be more pitiful. And that was, it was pretty bad at that point. <laughs> oh man, they were turning off utilities. IRS was after me and, um, oh boy, it was tough. Um, so, so then I worked with that part to find out what it needed to help me to create what it needed, get what it wants in another way that would also allow me to be successful. And, you know, that's a little piece of the puzzle. And the things I did worked like gangbusters. As you know, my business just grew and grew and grew very, very quickly. And um, it's very exciting. But the point is that it worked. Changing that belief and finding that hidden belief that said I needed to be pitiful really worked. Now, after I did that and I worked with what that part needed, I did a couple of other things that were very helpful to create the belief. But I also did this thing where you go on a path of your future and you go out into the future to a point where you, on this path, you're able to see the, um, a moment in your future where you're really doing well, not just financially, but you're also happy and you're doing things that you love and you're getting rewarded financially for what you're doing. And there is an abundance of money and love and time and health. While you're looking at that future event, you're also noticing something that's a wall and a wall that comes up in front of you on that path. And that wall represents the thing that's preventing you from having that kind of life and that in your future. So then you work with a wall and find out what it represents and what it needs to be taken down. And it's used as a metaphor that has some really powerful elements to help you discover why things aren't working well for you and why you might be having bad luck. 
And then there's the belief about what you really believe about worthiness and whether you deserve it or not. So these are the elements we we cannot work on today, but we can do something. We can get you started with what you need to create better luck, right? Yes, we can. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. So now I'm going to take a minute to describe again what I want you to own and listen to every day for seven days and see if we can change your luck in seven days. If you go to wendy.com slash good luck, Wendy with an I and spell good luck with one word, wendy.com slash good luck, you will see the seven different days of what it is to create good luck. There's an introduction that's free and you can listen to that and it will help you know more about the program. So you, on the first day, you join the kick-ass luck club. (laughs) And this is putting you in the mindset of joining the club of the super lucky. And it's kind of fun. It's a hypnosis session to put you in that environment where you're around all these lucky people and you get to be in the good luck club, the kick-ass luck club. Second day, you are in the bad luck crusher. So you are going to change some of your beliefs about your expectations of why you have been bringing bad luck into your life. And you're going to release that. The third day is show me the lucky. And this is a timeline of your past going all the way back into times in your past when there was something that disappointed you or made you believe you don't um, deserve good luck. Day four is the luck explosion. So it's an explosion of luck. You got it? (laughs) Um, And you fill yourself with the qualities and the character of lucky people. And you see your future from the eyes of a lucky person. It's really cool. You'll have the integrity, balance, strength, creativity, generosity, all of the qualities that you have, but we're going to really amplify them. Day five is the luckinator. (laughs) This is where preparation meets opportunity, don't you know? So the difference of people who are lucky and create good luck, um, and that's what that's going to help you achieve. Day six is luck dynasty, and you get to celebrate how lucky and fortunate you are that you have a dynasty of luck. Day seven is the mother lucker. (laughs) So now you're going to connect with all that life has, the source of what we're calling luck and the energy of having good fortune. So that's what's there for seven days. So you listen to one each day. Now, the thing I didn't talk about yet is the spiritual or energetic aspect of having good luck. Oh, and remember to find that, go to wendy.com slash good luck. Is that energetic aspect of luck. And this is something I talked about in my previous podcast about remote seduction or remote influence. How our thoughts and our beliefs somehow reach out from our body and have an effect on other people, even before they know us, before we open our mouth, before we do anything. So how does that happen? We know that our bodies have an energetic field. We know that thoughts are transferred silently without any um, outward communication of voice or touch or anything like that. We know that we can do this, but how does this happen? Well, the really short explanation is that information is shared, that we do have an energy field that contains information. Someone gets near you and close to you. They feel it on their subconscious level. You feel theirs on your subconscious level. If you have never fine-tuned yourself to receive that information, you really should. It's pretty good. 
by fine-tuning yourself to receive the information from other people and know more about them intuitively and instinctively, you're going to be able to avoid situations that aren't right for you. And, and later, after something bad happens, you say, you know, I had a funny feeling about that. That guy or that girl, there was a funny feeling. There was something that told me I shouldn't, you know, I shouldn't get into that thing with them. But now you're going to know ahead of time, you're going to trust your intuition more if you align with that. Now the bad news is other people are picking up on this too. Are they more intuitive than you? Are they more fine-tuned to feel that, read it, know it? And so when they're around you, what is the message they get? Is it, huh, I don't know, something doesn't feel right. I don't think I should get into that project with him or her or offer them that job or offer them that position that, to do that whatever thing. So there's, a, there's many things that are so necessary to create good luck. But, you know, when you shift all those internal things I talked about, like the belief and your, your, uh, your desires, your expectations, your preparation, all of those things, then your energy changes and you carry yourself differently and you look into someone's eyes differently and you smile differently. And what they get is like, wow. This is someone who's really genuine. I want to align with this person. And I feel like this is a great opportunity to to create something, right? Yes, that's right. Okay, so let's, uh, let's do some hypnosis. Do you have something that could be your symbol that would, a, a thing, an actual physical thing that you could use as your lucky rabbit's foot, probably not a rabbit's foot, I don't even know if those exist anymore, except on actual rabbits. But do you have something that would that you could infuse with luck during this session? Now, I have. Uh, it's pretty silly. It's a little plastic, kind of a little wand thing that has a star, but it's very cheap. It came from some party supply store. Now, one of my workshops I was doing, I sent my assistant out to get two hundred of these of something that would be the thing that we're going to infuse with good luck and good fortune and good opportunities. And we're going to make it our magical thing. And so I still have it. And we just took everything that we experienced and in our subconscious mind during hypnosis, we decide that whenever we see this little wand, it's going to remind us that we do have the ability to be magical and to create good things, and to expect really awesome things to come to us, and that we love being generous and connecting genuinely with others and on and on, right? So if you have something that you could use right now to connect in that session, um, just go ahead and like pause the podcast for a moment and go ahead and get that, because it'd be really nice to have something you could carry with you. I'd like it to be something that doesn't have any previous memories or energy might have a lot of mixed feelings. Does that make sense? Okay. So go ahead and grab something. We'll take just a, just a few seconds. seconds. This session that we're going to do is going to be about 15 minutes long. So I need you to make sure you have a place to relax, that you're not driving or doing anything like heavy equipment, you know, the tractors and stuff. Get down off that bulldozer and Drop that power shovel, <laughs> lay down, close your eyes. So anyway, nothing, uh, nothing with your eyes open because you know hypnosis affects you when you have your eyes open when you're doing things, busy things, but we don't want it to affect you in a way that's going to 
cause you to like just go, oh, God, that's it. <laughs> I got it. And then you fall to the ground and, you know, whatever. All right. So go ahead and take a deep breath in. Let it all the way out. Good. Take another deep breath in. Now I just want you to start relaxing your body. And if you have listened to me before, you know the drill. You're going to relax your body part by part, starting at the top of your head. So your job is to keep breathing slowly. Slow breaths in, slow breaths out. And with each breath as you exhale, let your body relax a little bit more deeply. Starting with your head. And feel your head as if there is a warm softness melting all the muscles in the back of your head and your neck in your face as your eyelids close if they're not closed already. When your eyelids become heavy and loose and limp, they melt down into your cheeks. As your eyelids melt down into your cheeks, you feel that softness going into your neck and your shoulders now. Your jaw softens. Your throat relaxes. Your shoulders melt. Let that feeling go into your arms, all the way down through your arms, heavy, loose, and limp, all the way into your hands and fingers, to your fingertips. Now let this feeling go down your spine, all the way down into your spine, as you become heavier, loose, and limp. Sink down into your chair or the bed that you're relaxing on. Each breath as you exhale, Deeper and deeper, all the way into your hips, your thighs, your calves, into your feet and into your toes, and you can feel that warm tingle in the bottoms of your feet. You can feel it now in the tips of your toes. Relax your hands so that your palms are facing up as if they are ready to accept all the gifts of the universe. And they are. I'll count from five down to one, and you just go deeper and deeper with me, staying focused on my voice. All the sounds around you will relax you deeper and simply fade into the distance. Five, relaxing deeper. Four, feel your body letting go of any tension, any remaining tightness. Melting, melting, good. And three, your mind becoming open, receptive, ready to experience something new. And two, deeper inside of yourself, nothing you need to do. Simply go inside into that beautiful place. And one, even deeper, relax, take another breath in. Let it all the way out. Beautiful. I want you to notice the dark, velvety softness behind your eyelids. And in that velvety darkness, just feel the comfort, the immense softness, the feeling of peace. 
And imagine that you can float out into that velvety darkness. Perhaps there are little sparkles or twinkles or maybe ribbons of light or simply that darkness. Float out into that space and allow your mind, your body, and your spirit to be willing to experience something completely new and different. So as you float out into that space, go into a time in the future where there are some things that you're about to create. As you listen to my voice, your inner mind, that subconscious mind, is willing and ready now to experience this as real as real can be, to experience it fully in your body, your mind, and your spirit. And just let your inner mind say, yes, I am ready. Yes, I am ready. And now as you float in that velvety darkness, feeling peace and comfort, feeling as though you are at home, that right here feels so good. You take yourself to a moment of transformation. You have good luck. Good things happen to you. You are very fortunate. It shows in your body, your voice, your eyes in everything, people know and you share with them that you're someone that has just wonderful, good fortune. So I want you to go in that darkness into a point in the future, into a moment in the future where you're experiencing very good luck. Float all the way into that future moment, going deeper and deeper within your beautiful mind, And go into that future place, however far it is or however close it is in the future. Just let yourself be transported there. Get chills as you're getting closer and closer. That tingle all over your body that you know something magical is about to happen. And let yourself feel your feet touching down right now in that future moment. And begin to notice what you're experiencing, something very fortunate, something very lucky, people say, is happening right now. It's something you allowed yourself to bring into your life. You invited into your life. And because you know you are a very lucky person, you allowed it, accepted it, embraced it, And now you watch as this opportunity, this amazing good luck, this magical experience is happening to you and feel it. What is it like to know that you are a very lucky person? You create your luck. You embrace your luck. You expect it. And something is there that's happening that you realize is just wonderfully magical. So notice what it is. Notice how it feels. 
And just take a moment to kind of remember what the things are that you did that brought this good luck to you. What are the little things that changed for you deep inside yourself, outwardly, in your habits, in your emotional state, in your physical presence? Now I want you to think about the thing that is the object that you're going to allow yourself to connect to that reminds you about your good fortune and your good luck. If it's a little keychain or a special pen or a little magic wand or a necklace, just think about it for a moment. And imagine that all the things within you that allow good luck, good fortune, gratitude and generosity, magical, beautiful things to come to you, are now going to be imbued into that object. And you might feel a flow or a connection from you to that object. And it's just a special connection that you notice that when you see that, feel it, touch it, you remember that you do have very good fortune. You have good luck. You create amazing, magical experiences in your life. And now I want you to find a word that expresses and embodies your very lucky self. What is the word? Is it magical? Or is it worthy? Or is it some other word that just comes into your mind that really embodies this experience? So find that right now. I'm going to let you be silent for a moment. Just hear that word and feel it and breathe it into your body. Good. Now I want you to float above that moment of luck. I want you to float above that future moment and just notice it from a different perspective. Float up lighter, lighter, lighter. And from above, I want you to notice what you have created from a place of higher wisdom, perhaps an enlightened perspective. Notice what you did to create a life that you truly love and is filled with good luck. Good things happen to you. Notice it from this higher wisdom. Is it your connection with the gratitude, generosity, the love of being in the flow of goodness? What is it for you? Float up a little bit higher, get even a higher perspective. Surround that future moment in a beautiful light, in a color, something that represents for you magnificent luck, beautiful, lucky, fortunate things that happen to you that you create and invite and embrace. Now I want you to start to bring yourself and everything you've experienced and learned all the way back here to the present moment. So float back through the velvety darkness, float all the way back 
through that velvety darkness all the way back here to the present moment, bringing with you everything you learn, subconsciously and consciously, everything you know, and that you're willing to keep, willing to integrate with who you are, bring it all the way back, integrate it with who you are, what you believe, what you love. All the way back here, now take a nice deep breath. And I'm going to count from one to five. I want you to bring your energy right back into your body. And on five, you'll be wide awake and clear-headed and refreshed. Ready? Take another deep breath. And one, bring the energy into your legs and arms. And two, feel that energy moving all the way up to the top of your head. And three, integrate everything you've learned physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And four, your eyes will feel cool and refreshed. And five, wide awake, clear-headed and refreshed. Good. You can open your eyes, take another deep breath. And just notice that if you had the palms of your hands open and they're sitting on your lap or beside you, let those open hands represent your willingness to accept the gifts that you're about to be given. Notice that those open hands represent generosity, giving to others the guidance, the ideas, the time, the love, sharing your expertise with them. And those open hands can give and receive. And you are willing and ready to receive. So anytime you hold your hands in front of you open, you know that you've got it. You give abundantly, you receive abundantly. Now take a moment to think about the object that you were connecting with some luck. And if you weren't able to find something just right to do that, out in your adventures today and tomorrow, look for something that is the thing that you're going to connect that to. Then bring it back with you and do this session again and connect everything to that object and infuse it and even hold it in your hands while you're doing the session and let it be your symbol that just reminds you that you've got this energy, you've got the belief, you've got the expectation, you've got the worthiness and that you deserve this. Do it, do it, do it. Because that little magic wand that I have, that plastic one, I made something magical happen with that. I was having a really frustrating time with something that was out of my control and I pulled that wand out and I said, ah, wait a minute, I have a magic wand. So I will now create magic. And by tomorrow morning at nine o'clock, this thing will have happened, right? The good thing that I needed. And lo and behold, did it happen? Indeed it did. Oh my goodness. I love that little magic wand, but who knows how that connected me to my own source of possibilities, infinite ways that I could have that problem solved, even if it was out of my control there's something it created. And you know, when you start having these things happen to you, you're going to be a believer. Yes, you are. Okay. So now I need to wrap it up a little bit and uh, just really know what it is you experienced. You ha- you've done this session with me right now. It was like 15 minutes. You haven't worked through some of your deeper beliefs, issues, problems, secondary gain, positive reasons for having bad things happen. Who knows? But you need to work on it for several days so you can make it more real. So what do you say? You want to do it? Well, if you go to that page that I told you, which is wendy.com slash good luck, 
Good luck is all one word, and Wendy is spelled with an I. But if you go to wendy.com slash good luck, you'll see on there there's a coupon code on that page. So you'll get... This is this is good, I guess. This is your first l- really lucky thing. You get the entire program for a very paltry amount of money. It's a very small amount. You just go check it out and find out. It's um, it's like you might go like, "Wow, this is very lucky." She's right. <laughs> I am lucky. Okay, so so do that. Go to wendy.com/goodluck. Scroll down the page, and you'll see a little coupon code down there on that page, just for you and your friends. And tell your friends to listen to the podcast. Get them to go and subscribe in iTunes. Or go to wendyfriesen.podbean.com. Or no, I think there's podcast.wendy.com. I think that's easier. Podcast.wendy.com with an I. And you can listen there, but better is if you go subscribe in iTunes. But either one is fine. You know, it's just, it's good to help me pump up my numbers in uh, the old iTunes, you know, or wherever you listen. So anyway. <laughs> I am feeling really magical after having done that session for you. I'm feeling like there's something really special that's just coming to me. And I don't know what it is, but I have this tingly feeling just from doing that session. So thank you for being here and listening. And and every time we do this, every time you listen to it or you give it as a gift to a friend, say, listen to this podcast. It's free, don't you know? Um, You're giving something that has good energy and goes out to other people as well. I am just so pleased that you are here and that you got to put something into motion in this universe. It's going to come back to you and go, bam, wow, this is a lucky day. And then you're going to have a lucky week and a lucky, lucky life. (laughs) All right, I'm going to sign off. I have been very happy to um, help you out. Anything else that you need, you can always email me at wendyhelp.com at gmail.com. Spell Wendy with an I. Wendyhelp at gmail.com. You can find me there and I will answer your questions and give you some guidance if you need, or you can just tell me your really cool story about your lucky thing that happened. And remember, if there's something you want me to talk about on this podcast, a problem that you have, of course, I can use some name other than your own, but if you're having some kind of an issue that you need help with, email it to me. And if I choose you, I will give you a freaking like abundance of joy and um, gift certificate for anything you want from my website or from me or whatever. So tell me, tell me your problems. Let's see if we can work on them and find some solutions. Seriously, physical stuff, health issues, emotional issues, you know, things from your past that you're having trouble with or something in your future you're nervous about. Let's work on it. You can inspire me and then I will... Do my best to inspire you. I'm Wendy Friesen, and I am from the Wendy.com. So right now you're going to go to Wendy.com slash good luck and check that out because I think um, seven days of doing your work with your luck, you're going to be smiling and you're going to be oozing some really special energy and the little particles of information, those little mysterious things that come out of you are going to reach out into this universe and go like, bam, everybody, hey, she's got it going on, or he's got it going on, and stuff is going to come to you, for real. All right, bye-bye, everybody. I'm Wendy Friesen. It's been awesome to have you here, and I will be back with you next time. And you, be sure to have a fabulous and blessed day. Be in gratitude for everything good that is happening for you. Bye-bye. (laughs) 